Sexy Chris and sexier Chris. Ooh, which I'm one's trying to which? Go, I went, went, yeah, I went with a voice switch there. How you doing, bud? Um, I'm good now. Good. Yeah. Glad to hear it. Yep. I am. Uh, I am Back excited to do. I'm excited to do this. This uh, episode today is the, I guess the second day of my 45th year. Is that mm. how that works? Mm-hmm. If you turn 44, does that mean it's your 45th year? Uh. No, you're, you're, oh no, this thing again. Um, I know. I thought you would have figured it out by now. No, you're, 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 you're 44 in two days or one day. So you're in your 44th year. Is that true though? Yeah, because you turn one, then you've done a year. You're on, you've done your first year. So this would be my 45th year. No, no, no. I mean, I'm into my 45th. Because if you turn one, you 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 yeah, you put in a year and then a, and a day afterwards. Yeah, so that's your first year. You're, yeah, that's your first year of work. So this is my forty fifth year of work. No, I'm putting in my forty fifth year. Yeah, it's your. If you were one day old, you'd be on the first day of your first year, right? <laughs> yes. Wait. So if I'm wait if what? I'm, if you turned one day old, <laughs> yeah, you'd be a day one of your yeah, first you're one year. day old. You'd be you'd be day one of your first year. Well, I mean, yes, technically, but that's where that's, this is where that's like gray area where it's like kind of confusing, right? Cause it's like, you're like, we're going to have another three hour podcast. I, know. I should not even have gotten on this road. It's so stupid. It's, just, it's like time basically, right? Like you're 11 minutes in, but you're, or you're, you know, once you get to an hour mark, you're into your first hour. Yeah, exactly. But so you're I'm not, full. you're not an hour old though, right? Cause, because you haven't done the full hour yet. Well, yeah, duh. I'm not 45. I'm 44, but I'm in my 45th year. Yeah. I don't know if that, I, uh, that might just be semantics and whoever. Let's just put it this way. I'm well past middle age. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I've, I've offici- we're definitely. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I've re- mm-hmm. I've officially reached further than I'm going to be halfway point in my life. Middle Does that make age, sense? man. If I live to be 90, fucking mm. no. Oh. No. Ugh, yeah. I don't know if I want to get that for. Speaking of old age, I uh <laughs> I talk I did talk to my mom yesterday and she uh had just finished dinner at four thirty. So sweet. Yeah. You know you're old <laughs> when your parents are eating dinner in the afternoon. <laughs> she, did, she asked me not to mention that on the podcast, of course, of course I did. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's that's I mean, I'm all for the like I can do I can do a five or six sometimes. I mean, you're old for you're old for young. Like yeah, you're, you were born old. Yeah, I think I'm a, I'm an old soul kind of a thing. Yeah, you were like yeah, yeah. you you were you were like worried about your 401k in like <laughs> junior high. Chris, I never knew what a 401k was. I was just trying to work hard for a living. <laughs> I'm mowing lawns and saving, but I don't even know what for. <laughs> That was your young voice. Um, <laughs> before this drags on into a million-year-long podcast, too. Mm-hmm. So just so the, the listeners know, this is going to be a two-parter, uh, but all done in the same podcast. Yes. We're going to start with our uh, NBA preview, mm-hmm. as promised. Yeah. Um, we got a couple predictions here for you. Uh, some some uh, some sharp looks at the uh, NBA season coming up. Uh, some over/under, some futures, uh, and probably some stupid playoff predictions. Does that sound fair? That sounds great. And then we'll uh, jump right into our NFL picks, uh, where you will get a chance to talk to me, the uh, NFL savant from last week. So, uh, Chris, mm-hmm. should yes. we jump into the NBA? Let's jump into it. Splash. Uh, so the first thing I wanted to talk about, uh, and I think you you did too, is that my I mean the 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 hot take of my of my NBA season. Having watched a decent amount of preseason, mm. uh, starting in the West, 
is the uh, and this if you were looking at the over unders on this, which which I think is a safe is a safe methodology for this. I personally one of my and I don't even know if this is a dark horse bet anymore uh, is the Golden State Warriors to uh, to at least over on forty seven and a half, and I definitely think they're going to make the playoffs and I think they're going to have a good run. Thoughts? Hot, spicy. Um. Yes, I I actually agree with you. I, we've kind of been texting about them the last couple of days, back and forth. Uh, you are just all over them. You can't stop drooling over them. And they're so exciting. Marquise so Chris exciting. is on that team now. You're nine new players. <laughs> I think seventy five percent of the teams under the age of twenty three. Yeah, which is incredible, actually. Um, but it, but I think that's kind of their their um, I think that's kind of their mo, or it needs to be their mo, kind of moving forward. Right, and and I think they're really good about kind of dr- uh, drafting and developing young players, or bringing players in from other teams. Uh, well, that- developing developing players is a great dream on. Like there are there's some good veteran leadership on this team, and I think there's already a, like a decent amount of camaraderie. Like they seem to all kind of dig each other. And if Clay does come back for a playoff run, couldn't they be good? I mean, they, yeah, I, I think if Clay comes back early enough. Um, you know, like All Star break or sooner. Like, I, I, there's also like you know that kind of injury. Like, he maybe he's not himself right away and stuff. But I, I do think they have a chance to sort of be way better than they are at the end of the season than than where they start. Um, the over under is forty seven and a half. That's, uh, that feels like a lock to me. Yeah, forty five. Yeah, I think they can. I mean, the West is pretty tough and loaded, so I. I feel like they're going to struggle sort of early a little bit, or they're going to be a little inconsistent early because of all these young players. I mean, they have they have great guys. Like, I mean, I think I consider them great guys. But like, Ale- they picked up Alex Burks and like Glenn Robinson the third, right? You know, they're like not they've not been notable, outstanding players on other teams. Willie Cauley Stein is another one, but he's one of my favorite players in the whole world, right? And I think, and honestly, and I think this he he's kind of the guy that is the epitome of, of like what Draymond Green was talking about in the in that article about. Not blaming the players so much, but blaming the organizations and, and the coachings and stuff like that about not developing properly. And I don't think they, I don't think Sacramento used or 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 figured out how to use Willie Cauley Stein properly, right? And, and no, and he still he still flourished. Yeah, and he still even, he was even still really they, good. Even though they misused him, he still is a, a quality player. Right. I also love me some fucking Eric Paschal. Hmm. Uh, I love me some Jacob Evans. Yep. Omari and I love Spellman. me some fucking Kavian Pippen. I love Pippen's. <laughs> Pippin's nephew. <laughs> oh, it's his nephew. It's his nephew. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's good. Yeah. And Jordan Poole, man, that guy, that guy can shoot. And I think he's, he's kind of one of those guys that I, I feel like the Warriors are kind of like the Spurs, you know, over the, of, of drafting in like the late twenties and, and just picking up that dude that you're like, Oh my God, how did everyone pass on this guy? You yeah. Know? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, and some of them might take a little more time, like Jacob Evans and, and some of those guys might take a little bit more time to develop than, than sort of your, you're expecting them to, you know, with that pressure of being on that team and whatnot, but they've got to, and they, they, what was the, um, what was the, uh, wasn't there, man, I don't know. Maybe that was the Spurs actually. There was another guy I thought they drafted too, but anyway. Um, yeah. Well, they, I think that, I think that the cool thing about this team is in looking at these players, you mentioned Glenn Robinson, the third, I mentioned KV on Pippen. We've got Curry and Thompson. That's four players with NBA lineage yeah. on this squad. Yeah. That's pretty intense, That's man. Cool, I think that there's a real, too. What's that? It's kind of cool. It's really cool. Yeah. I, I mean, it's fun to watch the. It's fun to watch Golden State. So last time I like really loved Golden State was when they were like on the come up mm-hmm. with with Monte Ellis, who 
is no longer in the league and who I think would make a great assistant coach. So Hmm. Steve Kerr, get on the phone, call Monte Ellis. He's got nothing going on and develop him into a coach, make him an assistant and bring him up. Maybe let's get that coach. Let's get that Monte Ellis. He wants to, I know he's dying for it. I just got to feel him. Okay. All right. I know Monte was always given the like bad team chemistry guy, but I disagree. I I always liked him. Okay. And I and I he made that team electric. All right. And I want I want him back. Great. So Chris, that uh, Warriors are my like number one excited to watch. Number one excited to gamble on. Team. I think they're gonna be a fun team to watch. I think they'll be entertaining. I think they'll be good. Um, I, there's there's just so much potential there that that they they could kind of they could kind of go either way, right? They're gonna make either a lot of mistakes because some of those guys just aren't probably they are who they are maybe and 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 they can't get over the hump uh, even being with the with the warriors or or they're going to be able to blossom and become a better player than they have been in in the years past that they've been playing in this league so i i think there's a lot of potential either way for this team do you have a so so then do you have your team to watch in the west uh i mean the warriors were 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 one of them basically um in the west though i i mean i don't want to I don't want to. I, you know what? You know what? Interesting team. I think will be will be. And and I have no, I have no um, sort of hope for them being actually good. I don't think. I think organizationally they're too fucked up and dysfunctional. But yeah. I think the Suns have an, a really interesting mix. Of, what's their? What's the over under on the of Suns? Talent. Twenty eight and a half. It's Twenty eight okay. and a half. I think. I think. What did they make? Eighteen wins last year. Yeah. Like I think if if they can break right and I don't even know who their coach is this year actually now. They got someone new. I can't remember who they brought in. Um you know, but with with Aiton and Booker and they they kind of rearranged that roster a little bit and got rid of, you know, 10 of their power forwards, stretch forwards kind of guys that they just weren't, you know, working so well. They've made they a little bit. They've got a little bit more depth in the center position with Aiton. Yeah, right? like they got uh, rookie Rubio's the point guard, which I don't love, but I think it's a step in the right direction for them. Maybe Ubre Junior is always good. Oh, and Ubre. Sarge, and Sarge could have a, a bounce. Yeah, back Sarge, right? Exactly. So I think they've done something at least. I was going to totally disagree with you, but now looking at this lineup, I I feel like you're onto something. Right. This like, is, a, they might this be is also a bit of a Spursian lineup. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. I think they're trying something. And and, and James and Bridges, is it, Bridges is due. Yeah. Like, I love that right? guy. Yeah. Hmm. So I think they're at least another again. They're at least interesting, and I think they'll be they'll be entertaining to watch. And, I just and, fucking hate Devin Booker with all my. With oh. all my heart. Okay. So I, right. I just, I just, I think he's just poisonous and overrated. But I, I like the rest of the team, and I think that that's a good, that's a good solid pick. Okay. I, I'm, I'm into it. Also, I, I also like the the Spurs uh, in the same regard as like the Warriors. They, they have a good balance of like young and veterans. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Spurs are the Spurs are one of my favorite teams. Spurs are, yeah, the Spurs are the Spurs. Uh, and the Pelicans. I think the Pelicans will be decent, even without Zion, who's expected to miss the next basically two months, I guess, right now. Um, okay. And I well, think he's overshadowing the rest of the team, right? Like it is, they're, a, good, it they're, is a good team. Yeah, they're hanging their hat too much on him and his ability and, and making the playoffs just because of, like, Zion. And Zion might just become the next, like, Greg Oden, you know? Like, that guy just might not be able to stay healthy and have bad knees, yeah, you know what I mean? That's a thought that crossed my mind as well. Um, but with Lonzo and Drew Holiday, Derek Favors is on that team now, J.J. Redick. Um, Josh Hart was a was really good, decent role player for the Lakers, even though he's young. The, even guys like Etwan Moore, who was basically their, their starting shooting guard small forward, I think, for the last two years. 
just becomes a, like a better, like a really good bench piece where they can kind of use him strategically and employ him, you know, as a three point shooter, or I think defensively he's really good and he can be better in, in like fewer minutes and those kinds of things. So, so, so quickly, uh, since you brought it up, do you have the m- most current over under on them? Um, cause what I'm looking at is probably a pre Zion surgery over under. I think it dropped uh, when I saw it, I saw something about it yesterday and I think it dropped to 36. Okay, great. So then I think that that's a smart because that's that's four points less than it was yeah, before Zion got exactly. injured. Right. And I, and which isn't I, a lot, I which kind of tells you something too. Brandon I think. Ingram. I think right. this is a breakout year yep, for Ingram. Exactly. I think Ball has a fucking good year. Mm-hmm. Don't I? You know, don't don't ever sleep on Jaleel Okafor. <laughs> that's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> I mean, he he played okay last year. I know, and they went undefeated in preseason for what it's worth. Yeah. So I. That, that to me seems like a team that's like at least trying to be cohesive and win. Um, again, you've got the issue with uh, playing in the West a lot. Yeah, that's true. But they still have to play teams in the East, and the, t- the East sucks. So I feel like there could be, you know, this could be a team that could win 40 games and miss the playoffs and whatever. Yeah, like yeah absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and I think um, this is more, so like Alvin Gentry, you know, came from the Golden State Warriors. He kind of helped them implement that style of offense that they, they run and play. And so I think this is more, this is a, a more complete team of how uh, how they envision playing that kind of style of basketball, right? It, and it's it's you're playing hard and fast and fluid. And you're, you're you're playing defense and you're deeing up people. And and I think it's it's sort of instrumental in developing that style of offense how they want to play. I think they were they've been out of character for the last couple of years with Anthony Davis and trying to make whatever the pieces they work together. And I think I think you'll see a sort of a better uh, a fun actually offensive uh, game from them as well. Okay, yeah. I like it. I like that. I like that take. That's a good take. And also, like I didn't think Zion was going to be that much of an impact on the squad anyway this year for some reason. I right. just felt like it was still going to be a learning process here. Yeah. I mean, he's explosive and exciting, but he was going to get fucking worked over, and well, he still will get worked over by like some of the. I mean, he'll, yeah, he'll, he'll have his eight, moments, eight he'll have his highlights, fucking, and then he'll get right. he'll get stuffed or you know rejected on some things too or whatever. And and I think, but I think that's also the point is with this team is they have enough pieces where they don't have to. It's not his team right they, he, from the start like he can they can kind of help him develop and take it slow from time to time with him uh throughout the season and especially now with injuries of course but i don't think that this team has to i mean drew holiday it's got to be his team for now at least anyway yeah. going forward and he's so. great and i think you're right reddick's going to be like a, an, an interesting cog in this like can you see like some weird like off ball pick pick threes with, with yeah. like with yeah man with, Reddick on the squad, like kind of, he's gonna yeah. have tons of open looks. Right, you know, kind of think of like what the Spur or the, sorry, what the what the Warriors were a couple years ago with when they had a little bit more shooting and like Clay Thompson just hanging out in the wing, exactly, and, and exactly, you know, draining open threes and stuff. So I, I think there's a, I think there's a. I've got my own, but I wanted to hear your take on the Portland Trailblazers team. We both sort of have our heart with, but I wanted to know what your take was. Uh, Forty six and a half is the over under. What do you think? Uh, do you remember what they won? How many games they won last year? I don't. It's not important. Uh, but um, I. It's I, not in Portland. I, I think it always seems like every year everyone thinks Portland's going to be worse than the previous year, right? And I think this has happened for at least the last three years or something. Always, like that. always. And then everyone's going to say they always got to pick one team that's not going to make the playoffs, and Portland's always that that team that's either there or they're close to not making the playoffs. And I they won four. They won forty nine and finished third in the in the. In their conference, yeah. So they're, I mean, they're only dropping off a few games, um, total wise. So actually, that's actually a little surprising. Um, 
So I, I feel like they're. I think. Don't sleep on Blazers. I think they did a lot of good work in the offseason, kind of strengthening their team overall. Uh, bringing you know like Whiteside and and Bazemore, I think is just a, is just a good another outside shooter. They can they can use him you know in that role more so. Um, Hazonia, Gasol, yeah, Collins, right? that's some muscle. It, it's nice. It's a nice. It's a nice team, man. And and I feel like they are they are built like in a real. They are built so interestingly. Like let's not forget they picked up Nasir Little, probably the steal yeah, of the draft. Right. Uh, they just are. A well, they look to me on paper look like such a well, great, well-rounded team with good coaching, a great fan base. I don't know if I'd take them for the over, but they're definitely gonna. I think they're gonna be a, a team to watch and certainly gonna make the fucking playoffs. Yeah, exactly. I I, I don't think I think there's other teams. I, I would even pick the Warriors probably uh, as in in front of the Blazers as a team not to make the playoffs potentially. Even though I like the Warriors team, I think just they're like I said the potential there to kind of. Okay. Not so let's so, just you know what I'm so saying. Before so, we move, before uh, we move to the east, why don't you take, give me your give me your uh, eight teams to make the playoffs in the Western Conference? <laughs> well, I think the I, I think um I think we talked about this last week or something too a little bit, but I'm I'm the more I look at it, the Raptors like I, I'm not sure they they didn't add anybody, right? And so I'm not really sure you know Gasol and Lowry and Ibaka are getting older like they're not going to get like sort of better, right? And they're not they're not necessarily the guys to sort of lead the team. Um, and there, I fucking hate Lowry. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I see, I see so much potential for regression. I just, I just, I'm so sick of being wrong about the Raptors. Right, but so, but like my, uh, you know, but otherwise, like Van Vliet and and Anu, uh. and like Norman Powell, are they really going to develop significantly? Is Siakam, I think, just got a big contract, but is he really going to be like all of a sudden this dominant score kind of go-to guy? Like they. I, I could see them winning 40-plus 40, no, 40 no. games and making the playoffs, but, I mean, are, are we really going to be surprised if they're the 7th or 8th seed or not make the playoffs? So they're kind of my – they're kind of – I'm just thinking, like, a, a team is most likely going to fall out of the playoffs here. And, it's I mean, the Pistons are the easy one because they were the 8th seed. The Magic, you know, I'm not really sure um, how much they're overall going to get better and develop. I just I, – I like that team. I'm just not sure that they – I see them sort of – you know, taking a, a big leap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So other teams might sort of surpass them a little bit and they might still be good. So, um, I, I mean, I would rather, you know, hang my hat on the bull. Who's going to make it and who's going to not. I just want, I had, I had two thoughts and, and tell me if I'm wrong. The Boston Celtics, uh, over under 46 or 48 and a half. Does it, doesn't it feel like the Celtics are being like, underappreciated yeah, this year for some reason. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Why is that? Why is that? Like, Brad Stevens was, like, the general manager's consensus fucking pick of, like, coach of the year last year. This year, he didn't get a single vote. Uh, and I fucking hate the guy, but, like, <laughs> come on, get off my fucking train. Like, he can't be that bad. Uh, he's got fucking Gordon there without without old scary Terry to fucking yell about everything. I mean, he's got the pieces he wants. He's got, he's got the fucking players he's want. He's got no talkback players. He's got all the little bitches like in his corner, and he, you tell me he can't get that team to win fifty games. Yeah, I think like, so. That, that, yeah. that feels like a lock to me. I will say, like, in, especially in, in the shitty East. And I and I I agree with you one hundred percent. But I think the 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 opposite take on that is just is simply they lost Horford and Aaron Baines, and I think those are two huge sort of cogs. Uh, uh, chemistry-wise for that team and how they were sure. able to play. If, and if they were in the West, I'd say something differently. But I, I feel like the, I, I, I'm always been a Kemba guy. Yep. I think he's going to fit well. Uh, yeah. They all basically played together in the in yep. FIBA. Yeah, exactly. So, they're, so they've got chemistry. I agree. And, and 
it just feels like that that to me is probably the easiest I, I think they're the biggest team being slept on in the at least in the east uh, this season and then and, I'm gonna I'm gonna counter that <laughs> okay you ready yeah bring it the sixers are 54 and a half and I feel like they're gonna have some issues they're gonna have some early chemistry mm, issues okay uh, I think they're gonna struggle um, off the off the bat um, I think they'll I think they'll get their footing and I think they'll be a strong team in the playoffs but I feel like 54 and a half might be a little bit too much. I feel like it's just they they might be like no one's seen this squad play and everyone's got these great ideas for it. But what happens when like I mean the league is like like in preseason I think the league was it I can't remember the stat but like basically people are shooting like 42% of their shots are three pointers. And the Sixers are not going to be that team. So they're going to have to grind out all of their points. Sure they're going to be great defensively and they're big but like, do they have the sh- do they have the shooting? Uh, no, not necessarily. And, and they have a lot of young guys that I think they're going to have to rely on this year to kind of step up and and be um, and sort of you know take a couple leaps here. And, and by all accounts, apparently the um, the rookie Thibel is is actually impressing them more than I think anyone expected and stuff. So everybody, everybody but he's still not a good three point shooter, you know. And Zaire Smith, okay. I don't think is a good three point shooter yet. And, exactly. and so I think there's a lot of questions there. And, and right, they're going to do things differently. And 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 if hopefully if they do it smartly, um, you know, we've talked. I think we've talked mentioned this before, but like you know, Embiid shouldn't be playing you know more than you know 70, 75 games or something maybe. Exactly. Um, I just wish really wish Landry Shamit would have stuck around. I'd I'd, I'd trade yeah, Shamit for yeah. for Tobias Harris right now. Yeah, like I know. Like straight up. I, I kind of feel straight the same up. way. Um, but. They, I, I think they're just going to play a little differently than every other team. My only concern too is this: like, do they really have a? Do they have some guy who can actually take over the game at the end and be that closer? And and I know it's sort of a common frame out no, there. They fucking don't. Right. They don't. Right. That's why they brought in Butler last year, and that's why like they had a chance in any of their playoff games. Right. And I'm not so sure. It's a like, long season, and who knows what they'll bring in, and who knows what kind. Of, sure. They still have some chips. They still have some pieces. Uh, but yeah, who's the closer? It's got to be Ben Simmons. And if it's not him, then what the fuck? Um, oddly enough, can we, can I throw out one of my, uh, futures potential? I love, I, I love it's, a future. A, it's based on the, um, Ben Simmons special. Okay. DraftKings has one on its total three point attempts for the regular season over under Ooh, 65 like and it. a half for Simmons. So for Simmons. Fuck. That's an under man. What did he shoot three last year? Yeah. But now he's shooting more though. Eh. Okay. That's fine. Dude. All right. So you, the, you the, like the over? Mm, I don't mm, – no, I'm don't, not sure which one I like, but I think it's an interesting – Don't do it. Like, so basically – okay, so put it, put, let me put it to you this way. 65 and a half is if he takes one – attempts one a game? Yeah, don't expect it. I okay. think he's going to – I think he'll miss his first fucking 10 attempts and never fucking shoot one again. <laughs> okay, all right. So my, the other one would be then total three-point points made during the regular season over under 16 and a half. Him? Yeah. He didn't make any last year. I know, but Brooke Lopez didn't shoot any like three he's years, shooting, four years ago. And he, he, he put over 100 well, in the next season. Right. But Brooke Lopez shoots with the correct hand. <laughs> I'm just saying, these guys come around like quickly. Shot? That shot looks like if you or I were shooting with our left hands. It looks like the wrong hand. Hmm. His leg, the wrong. He's like I didn't think it looked too bad. When he, no, I saw the highlight one against when they played against the, the Chinese team or whatever I think it was. Yeah. Um, I I didn't think it looked like that bad of a shot actually. So Oof. I don't know. I I 
Like, I'm not Maybe saying all of a sudden he's going to be, like, a really good three-point shooter here, but but to, I, I like the one about the regular seat, like, the May three-pointers, like, 16 and a half. I think he could, I think he could easily get that, that within 82 games. That's yeah. the one I would take. Okay, so quickly just burning through this, let's, yep. let's, let's, pick, our, let's pick our playoff teams. Okay. Uh, I'm going to let you take, I'm going to let you pick. You, so let's just assume we're both saying Bucks, yes, Celtics, yes, Sixers, yes. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Okay. So those three in, who are your five teams in the East to make uh, the playoffs? So my other, the other caveat with one of this team, Indiana, is like I'm not sure, like nobody knows when Oladipo's coming back. And they they added a lot of good offensive pieces, a lot of uh, scoring for for them uh, for this, you know, in the offseason. So going forward, I, th- I think they're a better scoring team. They were really good defensively last year, I believe. But they're bad defensive this year, I think. Right. So that, now, right. So the, how is that balancing out this this year now? I think then? it balances out for them to be shitty. Yeah. So Definitely take the under. Yeah. Well, that, so that's the thing is like, so if Oladipo comes back like too late in the season, I don't think they make the playoffs, right? If they comes back before the all-star break, then I think they have a chance to sneak in the playoffs. They're 46 and a half. Over under, that's two less than Boston. How the fuck? Like, that to me is another easy money. Like, yeah. fucking take the under. Yeah. Maybe they'll make the playoffs, but they're sure as shit not going to win that many games. No, I think they're going to struggle early. I think it's going to be really disappointing. And, and yeah, I think so too. I don't know. But like last year, no one thought they were going to be that good either. And and they, with that, with that team that they had, and then they were, you know, they were killing it. So I don't know, man. And my boy Nate McMillan's the head coach, so man, I can't, I can't bet against I him. I know, I know, I know. Okay, I know. Uh, so then him, um, I'll throw, I'll throw Orlando in there. Um, Ooh, I like it. I'll Some throw Markel Fultz action. Yeah, if Markel Fultz can actually become a, a decent player, I think they go a lot farther. Youngest I think, player in the NBA history with a triple double. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's showing signs of it. So, um, the Nets. I'll, I'll put the Nets in there. Although they're another caveat team, like if Kyrie Irving is, like we said before. I love I love him. I love the Nets this year. I like him too. And I think they're kind of a grinding, kind of a blue-collar kind of a team in a, in a way. Um, they they And they've got a lot of good players across the board, man, that, that are just – they're not superstars. They're not all-stars, but they're just really good, decent players, like offensively and defensively. Miami I'll put in there. Yeah. Um, and, and if Miami is, is a top four team – and I've read some places that some people expect them to be just because of Jimmy Butler. I'm not so I'm not buying it necessarily, but I think Jimmy Butler might be a dark horse um, title uh, scoring title. Uh, ooh, ooh, and, interesting. And MVP if they're a top four team, if it finishes a top four team. How exciting would a Sixers Heat playoff like <laughs> second round of the playoffs be? <laughs> that would be that would be tasty. They fucking hate each other. Yeah. They, now Butler, now the Butler, Butler thing on right. it. It would. I mean, that's if that happens, fucking look out. You can't write that stuff, Chris. So are those? Is that eight? <laughs> I can't remember. So you said you said Miami, Magic, uh, Nets, Nets, Indiana. And Bulls, right? You're, you like yeah, the Bulls? Yeah, I'll, I'll put the Bulls in there. I'm not okay. sure if they'll actually all come together here, but they're the one. I need one team, and I think it's either them. Honestly, I even think like the Hawks will be close. See, I, I disagree. So let me give you my five yep. on top of that. I love the Heat. I think they're going to be fun as shit. I mean, I hate them, but I love the team. Yeah. I think the Pacers are garbage, like super garbage. Okay. I think the Pacers don't make the playoffs. I like the Nets. I think they're fun. So that leaves me with the – Two spots, and I'm – oh, God. 
so I like the Bulls. I want them in, even though I think they probably won't make it. Yeah. I, I, I just want them as a fan yep. to make it, so yep. I'm rooting for them, which leaves me with a toss-up between the Magic and the Raptors. And to me, that's fucking easy money. Like, to give me the Raptors. They're a better coach team. They've got better vets. Okay. Like, Magic don't make it. Yeah. That's that. Okay. You like those picks? I like them. Let's Bring us to the West. See Chris. what happens. Great. Show me. So the West, we – I mean, the West is pretty much – again, you can, I think – well, Four. can you count on who can you count on in the West? I mean, I, I think you, I think you count the Lakers and the Clippers. I think you cl- count the Nuggets, um, Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Blazers. I'm pretty, I don't know if you. I'm Blazers? pretty secure on the Blazers. Yeah, but how about the Rockets? Yeah, the Rockets. I'm secure. I think they'll just. I think they'll win a lot of games here. I think they have an. I think they have a regular season formula where it's Harden, Westbrook, back and forth. Someone gets one game, the other guy gets the other. They just kind of do their thing, like they've been doing the last couple of years. Like the, their their style and their and their template isn't changing, right? Like it's okay. just you just substitute Chris Paul for Westbrook, and you basically have kind of the same kind of a setup there. I think I think the I, I agree with that. Although I could see the Rockets like fucking up somewhere along the way. Like Harden gets injured and suddenly they're gone. Sure. Like, yeah. I think that they're a player away from being just fucking downward spiral team like mad. Um, I. I think the Warriors. So that's five teams right there. Yeah, that leaves a that leaves a Plus bunch the, of fucking the Jazz. A, I, you know, listen, yeah, the Jazz, the Kings, the Spurs, the the Warriors. Like mm-hmm. that's a there's a lot of like there's a lot of teams still out there. Yeah, that you can like the Mavericks. Um, I think will be close. The Pelicans potentially too. You know, there's a couple you other. Want, teams. You want my hot take on the Mavs? Okay. Yeah. Porzingis sucks. <laughs> I know you. I know this is. We're just. Guess what? Yeah. They're gonna suck. Porzingis is, as it turns out, sucks. And uh, <laughs> and and somehow the Knicks won that trade. That's that's Ooh, my hot take. That's a hot take. The, the Knicks that's won that trade. <laughs> the Knicks won that trade. <laughs> um, I think the Kings get in this year. I think they were so close last year. I think they they finally get in this year. Although it's you know like like a lot of these teams, it's the it's the Kings and you know dysfunction and all that kind of stuff sets in. But um. I think, the, and I know that's it's not a hot take, but I think the Kings are the one team that kind of gets in this year, and I'm not sure who. Uh, I mean, the Thunder are the one team you could you can say are out, right? Yeah, the Thunder will suck. The th- Thunder will suck. They're out. Um, the Grizzlies will suck. And the then I think one of the Mavs three, will suck. The Wolves. What about the T Wolves? Nah, they'll suck. They'll, they'll suck. Like they. What about the Spurs? They. they the Spurs. Are, so the Spurs and the Warriors are kind of the two teams I think that are just at some point. One one of these teams' luck is kind of going to just run out and just kind of drop off you, right, and and not make it. Um, you can't bet against the Spurs or the Warriors, but I wouldn't be surprised if one of those teams didn't make it this year. And okay. I think I think they I think they both make it, and I think the Jazz miss. That's ooh. my I'm right. going with a a bad Jazz season. Mm. Which is funny because love, everyone else thinks them. this is going to be a really good Jazz season, I and I I, agree, I I think they're overrated as hell. They added a lot of nice complementary pieces and bench pieces, but again, they're one of those teams. De, uh, Donovan Mitchell hasn't proved to be that that finisher, that that killer in in to take over the game in the last. If Donovan Mitchell and Devin Booker could be one person and just take the best attributes of those two players, I think you'd be really onto something. Ooh, okay. But yeah. they both have they bo- like Booker's got the killer instinct that you want Mitchell to have. And, and Mitchell has the leadership that you want Booker to have. Mm. It's, it's a it's a weird yeah. like, it's a weird thing. Uh, all right, so I think those are our kind of our picks. I yeah. mean, they're they're scatter shot, but I, I liked I like the preview. I'm excited for this season. I mean, clearly I'm excited to watch the Heat. I'm excited to watch the Sixers. Excited to watch the Bulls. I'm even excited to see Markel Fultz. Okay. Um, 
I, I mean, there's a lot of good. I think there's going to be a lot of fun basketball this year. Yeah, I think there is too. I, yeah, I'm actually like normally I kind of ease myself, I think, into the season and I don't really jump in right as the season starts. But I'm excited for opening night tonight. Uh, I'm barely excited for tonight, but tomorrow woo, I'm so excited and I just can't hide it. <laughs> uh, so I want to I want two predictions from you, but then we'll get out of the NBA. OK, Chris, give me your MVP of the season. OK, I am going this. This might be a bit of a hot take. I am going with Damian Lillard. Ooh, you are a Blazers fan. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, like, coming off of those playoffs last year and, and what he did and the notoriety he got, it felt like one of those kind of springboard moments that players have where yeah. all of a sudden, like, the media and fans and, and, and he starts getting the national attention. Yeah. And it, he's been playing at an MVP level for the last couple of years anyway. I, I think this is kind of the year where he actually just gets a little bit more sort of respect and notoriety on it, where he gets he starts getting votes. Okay. I like that. I like that. You want to hear mine? Yeah. Also not a popular opinion. Uh, I think LeBron James wins the MVP. <laughs> I think the Lakers finish first in the conference. Uh, I don't think they win the, the whole thing, but I think that you, regular season you're going to see LeBron. Like, he, he looks – sharp mm. he's got so much hair right now um he's thin uh and he's just got that like swagger that thing that like he's like i'm better than the rest yeah i know and he's gonna just push the league around he's it's his fucking league he's uh, a villain and he loves being a villain he plays great as a villain like i think he's just gonna lean into it he he doesn't need people to like him anymore he's right. too rich I like him as the that's he's my MVP. Okay, my MVP. Choice. I, I I feel like that I, I just I'm I'm worried that as a 35 year old dude who who even though they're saying like he you know he had five months off to you know rest up and heal and refresh himself I'm just not sure if that narrative is is will actually he kind grew of hold up. hair in five months, dude. No one's ever he's Benjamin Button. He's LeBronjamin Button. <laughs> Um, I got my. I already told you my other dark horse was Jimmy Butler. Depending on how the yeah. Heat do, I think uh, the other one, Embiid, might be the one because he might be the one guy who plays a vast majority of the season. Whereas like Anthony Davis and, and LeBron and Westbrook um, or Kawhi and, and those guys probably don't play as many games. Right. And I think Harden so, and Westbrook kind of cancel each other out there. The the Sixers only in preseason. I know this is early, but like they they were one of only three teams to not allow opposing teams score triple digits. Yeah. So and Embiid plays a big role. In I, that. I think if and, yeah, I think if Embiid is is the dude, another dude that makes kind of a leap this year, um, I, and I think he's another um, he, right now on on I think on Fanduel he was plus sixteen hundred. So I thought that was kind of a nice take. It was a nice price. And then Jimmy Butler was plus ten thousand. I thought if that's a really true dark horse candidate, that that's a great. I I like that money. That's a that's yeah. a. That's a sharp pick. Uh, so, who do you like to win at all, Chris? Uh, you know what, man? It, it's, uh, honestly, it feels it feels a little like it, you, like I was saying about Lillard and his time. It just kind of feels like the, it's the kind of kind of the Clippers' time, man. With with their new unis um, and their and their team, and they build. I mean, they have a really deep, well balanced team. They can play big and small, fast. They can shoot outside. They can bang inside. They can I do all kinds of things. Why win a fucking other title? They, I don't want to watch Kawhi win another. Title. They've got. I know you don't, but they've got. You know, with this, with potential brand new, uh, an arena coming. I mean, like they've, you know, they've got these new slogans out that are they're they're going the opposite of, of trying to really play to the 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 sort of the inner strengths of the city. You know what I'm saying? And and sort of be, I, and not be the Lakers kind of thing. I just I feel like there's a lot of momentum there for a lot of different reasons, and. Um, uh, I, it's really hard to like. I mean, are you or it's, or my I, other team? So basically, my I think my finals matchup is the Clippers Sixers. I really believe the I, Sixers this year. Dude, I t I totally agree. I think that's the, that's exactly the I think that's exactly the finals. 
Um, 100%. I think that that's you're gonna. It's just gonna be a red, white, and blue finals. I think mm-hmm. that is good for the league. I think that's good for the fans. Yep. I think people. I, people keep talking about four bounces. And a new uh, rivalry will, is born. Yeah, and uh, and uh, I I will take this. I will take the Sixers, knowing full well it's not the Sixers. Uh, just to just to have an opposing viewpoint of, with you on this, even though I think your Clippers take is 100% spot on. <laughs> Plus they're due. Plus the league still fucking is bitter about like the whole like tank, you know, like the trusting the process and all that bullshit. So yeah. So I I agree with you, but I'll take the Sixers on this uh, on our on our on our fantasy finals, uh, and 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 we'll talk about it later in fucking five months. Yeah, we'll change it again come December. And then, exactly. Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> with the with right. the Jazz have won fifty in a row or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Markel Fultz is the dark horse for MVP. Um, our, it'll be like yeah. Uh, it'll be like, what's, who's that guy? Joe Harris. Is it, what's his name on the, shoot the the lights out of the nets. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I could see him being like an MVP candidate (laughs) like after the first month of the season. (laughs) Um, all right, Chris, uh, let's jump in. Uh, unless you have anything else on the NBA, I think we got to get to our NFL picks. We should definitely get to the NFL picks. Okay. Uh, so NFL picks. Um, I, I, uh, do you, do you want to break the news to the world? About how much how good I am at NFL picks. <laughs> Chrissy dominate. You were so good last week. You went ten and four. I, maybe it was the, maybe it was the birthday magic or something. It was the birthday. It was it was it was the Lord giving me another good uh, one last good week before I turned into an old man. <laughs> you won the first six games in a row. Oh, you just reminded me of a dope fucking take I have this week. <laughs> okay, okay, good. So. So yeah, so ten and four. Was ten and me. four. Six and eight was you. Yeah. I am now currently leading yep. in the season totals. Two games. Yep. But I'm seven games over five hundred. Feels good. Um, before we get into picks this week, though, I've got a ringer, a ringer gripe for you quickly. Mm-hmm. And this is a big one. So for years and years and years, Bill Simmons and cousin Sal have been picking like the lines, right? They yep. guess the lines. Yep. Right. So this week I'm listening and I noticed a glitch. There was. Bill Simmons kind of exposed himself. And Uh-oh. I don't know if anyone else oh, has boy. caught this or gives a shit, but in talking about the Colts game, no one does. In talking about the Colts game, he predicts six and a half. And Cousin Sal says, nope, it's eight and a half. And Simmons very quietly goes, wait, I thought it w-. he's like, it was eight, a- it was eight points yesterday. And I was like, wait, so you checked? <laughs> like, this is supposed to be predicting the yeah, lines. Right. And it just water under the bridge. They move right past yep. it. But clearly, this motherfucker is checking the lines beforehand because he's such a fucking ridiculous narcissist that he's like actually never gonna. He's just cheating. <laughs> yeah, he's cheating. Hmm. The whole fucking premise is like them picking, get, trying to guess the lines. Yeah, and, and how good they yeah, are about doing this and the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, and he fucking he admitted to cheating with and no like no one said boo. So I, you know, Chris, I. I think that like, I mean, I've always said I'm, I'm done and over it, but I can't, I can't, I'm back, I'm back over it. I'm not listening to it anymore. <laughs> now that I know it's lies, I don't need lie pit. I don't need lie lines, lie <laughs> lines, lines with the IE. I don't need that shit in my life. I hear you, man. I hear okay, you. Okay, good. Stop listening to him. <laughs> also, I think we should create a thing called the bringer network. The bringer. Yeah. Will we get some copyright infringement issues if we were just started a podcast network called The Bringer and all we did was shit on their shit? <laughs> no, I think it's great, actually. I great. think it's, great. yeah. 
Yeah. I think it's a good idea. I like it. Okay. All right. So let's move into this week. The house husbands will be picking for week eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, I, can I start this week? I know I've done a lot of talking, but this, this Thursday night game, I've got a, I've got a feeling about. Oh, great. Let's, let's, uh, let's hear it then. Bring it. So Thursday night, mm-hmm. Washington at Minnesota, uh, plus 16, right? Washington's giving up or getting 16 points on this game. Mm-hmm. So everyone keeps talking about how this is the Kirk Cousins, you know, Kirk Cousins playing his old team. Yeah. But isn't this Case Keenum playing his old team? It is. It is. Yeah. In, a, in the city where he had maybe the most memorable moment. Oh, in career? Vikings history. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So everyone's focused on Kirk Cousins. Let's remember, it's Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. So not only do I like Washington plus 16, I like Washington with the plus 66 money line. <laughs> I think I think the Redskins win this game Spicy outright. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Murder was the motherfucking case. <laughs> He's back, baby. <laughs> Um, here's my Kirk Cousins take. Kirk Cousins is six and twenty-seven versus teams with winning records. Yep. For his for his career, uh, wow. he this season they lost to the one and zero Packers and the two and one Bears. Wow, that is fucking that is a crazy fucking stat. Yep. Uh, he beat he did like, pick up one win versus a winning team this year. They beat the three and two Eagles a couple of weeks back. But right. the Eagles are struggling. No one's going to. Eagles could be 0 and 5. Right, exactly. They beat up on the Falcons, the Raiders, the Giants, and the Lions. Those are their, those are their five wins, four wins. Um, so, or sorry, yeah, four of their five wins. So they, like, this is, I, this was going to be one of my sort of tips again. Like, what I always say, like, bet on the Saints, take the points with the Saints and those kinds of things. And, and, and don't take the, don't take Seattle like less than five or six points or something like that, whatever that is. This is my other one is that if Kirk Cousins is playing a losing team, you take the Minnesota. Like he's, they're, they're, I, they're also on a, Kirk Cousins is who he is, right? And I think he can beat bad teams and I think he's going to struggle against good teams. Like he's, he doesn't also, they didn't find the system here. Like they did this last year a little bit, I think too, where, um, whatever that Zimmer, you know, wanted to get back to the run game and they fired their offensive coordinator. Right. And they just do things like, I, I think they've, they were living for a while here now. And then Zimmer at some point is going to pull the reins back in and they're like, stop passing it so much. Right. And, exactly. And Thielen exactly. is, is, uh, is out. right. Doubtful Thielen is out and stuff, but I, I actually watched that Minnesota versus, uh, or, uh, sorry, the Redskins versus, uh, San Francisco last, last week. I watched some of that game and I'm so surprised that San Francisco only put up nine points. But I think the fact is that game was so wet and rainy and miserable that San Francisco was just like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to play old school football. We're just going to do I formation. We're going to run it up the gut, and we're just yeah. we're barely going to get back, a yard or two. Back to my my age, my favorite fucking thing to, to do is check the fucking weather report and bet the under. It never fails. Yeah, do it every time, folks. Yeah, if you want to make money, find out where the monsoon is. There you go. Fucking bet bet the under. Yeah. So you're taking Minnesota. I'm, you're I'm taking wrong. Minnesota because it's a it's a. Washington is a terrible team. Like they could barely beat uh, the Dolphins, and they didn't cover against them. I'm, I'm, Minnesota's at home in a dome. I, I think they can. I think they can run, and I think they can pass on this game. Um, at some point in time, Minnesota's coming, going to come crashing back down to earth. It's not this game. Home in the dome. Home All right. in the dome. So let's let's burn through these uh, okay. we, before we fucking lose our last listener. Um, 
What do we got? What do we got starting off on the Sunday docket? Okay, Arizona at New Orleans. Arizona okay. plus nine and a half, coming out just squeaking out a win against the Giants on the road. They go into New Orleans. I don't think, I don't think Arizona has a chance in hell in this game. Um, New Orleans is on such a roll. Teddy Bridgewater is playing amazing. They Saints have a, a sort of an underrated, underappreciated defense. Arizona might be able to pass on them somewhat, but I'm just not sure they're efficient enough to score in the red zone to kind of keep up with New Orleans. Chris, this is interesting. So I, I was, I'm, I'm one of six people left in the Herald pool, uh, and I was gonna take Minnesota this week in the pool just because it seems like a safe bet, even though I like the wash the Redskins to win. Maybe is this? Should I be taking New Orleans instead? Because I, I, after having listened to you, I think you might be right. I think that this is like a, a, a crush. I think Kyler Murray hasn't seen a defense like this. No. I think I, huh? This might be my. This I think might they're be just my suicide in, pool. Pick. Okay. All right. That actually might be a decent one to do. Like they, I think Arizona's too inconsistent enough. They've they've had a couple good games now because they played some really shitty teams, and so they've been yeah. able to put up some points and they, they they've been able to look good. I'm just not, I mean, I'm not, you know, on, on the scale of, of like suicide teams, like I'm, this is probably like 75% confident, like on this game. Are you, know? what, what would you be more confident in, in Minnesota? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. No, because Washington can kind of play good defense at times. Yeah. See, there's a weird upset thing there. Like, yeah. That feels like a suicide pool killer. I watched, so the one game I did watch last week was New Orleans. Uh, Chicago in the in in the airport uh, and the Chicago fans are just so fucking annoying I just started rooting for New Orleans just because <laughs> the Chicago fans in the airport suck so much uh, but but having done that like Bridgewater like looks great he's efficient he's he's smart he's efficient he, he's, he's smart he can move he's reading uh, the offense well he like won with, let's not forget he won without the maybe one of the best running backs in the game yep. last week yeah uh, that defense is going to fuck Kyler Murray, I, it I just think it's going to happen. Yep. Um, give me, give me New Orleans. I think you're taking New Orleans as well. Definitely, hundred percent. Great. We're riding with the Saints. Um, okay, next game, Cincinnati plus thirteen going into LA against the Rams. Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati's not good either. They're not, but have they lost by thirteen points yet? I feel like they're like they're, they always kind of like lose by less than thirteen. They. They, um, man, I'm looking up last week's here real quick. They, I mean, they lost by 10 last week to Jacksonville team. I, so the, they only, the only team they've lost by that many points is the Niners, and that was week two. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like 13 is just too many. Mm, interesting. So I, though I like the Rams and I like them being back in this game, yeah. I, and, and clearly, like, the the Bengals have issues at offensive line, um, I I'm going to still go with the Bengals. I, I didn't mean to jump on your pick, but I just started talking, and that's what happened. <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, know. Uh, I, I think the Rams, again, are, are, are sort of um, – they're not a great team, but I think they can easily beat up on these teams. Cincinnati is terrible. I, they, I think Joe Mixon had uh, like 10 rushes for two yards last week. Uh, so, he, I mean, he was, he was bad. And, and their offense is terrible. I, I think the Rams are just another thing that I think this is one of those games that the Rams are going to play really well. They're probably going to beat, you know, blow them out, and everyone's going to be like, "Oh, the Rams are back," you know. And it's, yeah, yeah, it's, for you know, sure. It's an overreaction kind of a thing. Right. That. Yeah, 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 kind of thing. Yeah, okay. All right. Next game: on. Denver plus six in Indiana. I'm going to give you this pick because I I got on top of your last one. Uh, that's fine. Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts ended up crushing the Houston, and that was one of my losses last week. Um, 
you, you know picked, why you, you lost it, that? You picked it right. Yeah, you know why? Do you remember why I changed it in my pick? Because uh, it was a good coach against a bad coach. Oh, that's right. Yeah, right. Frank Wright is a really good coach, and I think he really exactly. knows how to how, how to coach. So uh, Denver is terrible. Flacco can't do crap. Their, their defense hasn't lived up to any sort of billing that but I think anybody hoped for. I'm taking the Colts at home, six points. I, I'm a little surprised it's only this this many points. This line might move as we get closer in the week, and it might become bigger. It will move, and that's where I get weird about it. But and, and I think Indianapolis can do whatever KC did last week, which is just like smother fucking – Denver, right? Yeah. Was that who? What, yeah. What was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Matt Moore yeah. came in after the first, you know, whenever it was to relieve Mahomes and injure Mahomes, and they still like they didn't lose a step basically. You know, no, so they, I, they were they were just running all over the yeah. place. I I I think Indianapolis is is suddenly like looking like a real team, like a top four team, and yeah, the, winning that division AFC. potentially too. Here yeah, now, so so I agree with you on okay. that. Okay, next game. Uh, one of these teams has to win, I guess. Uh, I'm just not sure which one it's going to be. L.A. Chargers in Chicago. Chicago is the, is the home favorite, minus four and a half. Both these teams are, are uh, questions offensively and defensively, I, you know, I think. I, so, so here's my thing. So I, th- I saw something that I found kind of inspiring, and I think that this is the reason that the Chargers win. A, they have a better quarterback. B, they have a better running back. Uh, C, Joey Bosa was like, let's not fucking talk about last week. We got robbed. He's like, this is the kind of shit that brings teams together. It's us against the world. Like, I think that there is a bit of an us against the world mentality on this team suddenly after that fucking brutal loss last week um i'm gonna take the chargers in the points i think chicago sucks like straight sucks i don't think the mitchell trubisky like comeback game is gonna happen so give me the chargers plus four uh trubisky won my fantasy last week uh i put him in at the last minute and he won i'm not i wasn't confident in that uh, happening, but it did. But I'm not thinking that that's that's going to be like a thing. I don't think he's sort of on his way back either necessarily. They they also made him throw 50 plus t- 58 times in that game. Like it, the smart thing would be it was it would be like run it more, um, easier passes. Like try to control the offensive flow and the game plan a little bit. And 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 Nagy and the Bears just aren't doing that. Like just, they just keep trying to throw throw throw. And I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure they can understand and get like what maybe how to help Trubisky be to to be better and improve, you know, and, and try to formulate a, a better game plan for him. Um, they're not a bad team. I, I just they're just screwing themselves basically here and stuff. So I think the smart thing to do, like you were saying, the Chargers and the points basically. Okay, so you're going with me on this one. I'm going with you on this one. Yeah. Road dog. Yeah, I All think right, it's a close game, so I think you take the points on this one because I, I, I'm not sure either team can put up a lot of points. Next week, our next game is game of the week for sure. Oh, for sure. Uh, who's <laughs> who's more excited for Giants at Detroit than me? <laughs> um, nobody. Chris, what do you like on this one? The beard and pencil. The beard and pencil. Or, or DJ Tanner. Uh, Detroit at home minus seven. I, I think you know Detroit's Detroit's a decent team. They've they've been kind of close. I mean they end up getting blown out by Minnesota there, but they lost a few players here now. Carryon Johnson might be out. That that might struggle a little bit. I think one of their starting corners, Darius Slay, is now is might be out as well. The Giants are terrible though, man. I tried to watch that game. I was watching Daniel Jones a little bit, like. 
Should they should they start like should they bench him and bring Eli Manning back? No, no, they, no, dude. No. I don't think so either. And I think no. they need to struggle through Danny, uh, Daniel Jones and just let him try to develop while he plays and stuff. I just think that the Detroit at home by only a touchdown is is I'm okay with that. Even if I agree, even I if think they're not uh, maybe if, even with losing those play, those players, I think they find a way to kind of uh, handle the Giants. Somehow there's a there's a coach worse than the beard and pencil. That is the uh, that is Pat Shermer. Is that who mm-hmm. the coach is? Yep. Yeah, he's absolutely garbage. Also, the over under on this is 50, which is insanity. Like, there's no way this game goes over. 50 no, points. and Detroit's so a good defense, I, so I, I think they can shut down. Yeah, I take one. Yeah. yeah, I give me give me Detroit and give me I give me the under. Okay, by far. Yeah, I like that one. Okay, uh, next game Jets. Plus four and a half in Jacksonville. Um, I, I was actually curious because this line was from last night uh, before the game started. So I wasn't sure if, if uh, this line would have changed by now. And I, uh, I didn't look it up, obviously. But uh, it's actually now plus six on DraftKings or on uh, FanDuel. So it? we can go with six. Um, okay. I think so a lot then- of people are going to sort of let down on, on the Jets here and think that they're just absolutely garbage and terrible instead of just being amazed at how great New England is playing, especially defensively here. Yeah. Um, that's, if you're giving a- me six points to the Jets in Jacksonville, who kind of isn't really great, and they're, they're kind of struggling here and there. I think they look good against really bad teams, and, and I think there's a dynamic here with, with the Jets, even though I think Gase is probably and should be fired at the end of the season. Um, by the general manager who he, I think he wanted to bring in. And I think that general manager is really good and smart enough to know that Gase is not the answer here because that guy is terrible at coaching. Um, I still think that... he's good at meth. <laughs> he's really good at smelling salt and meth. <laughs> um, I'm honestly, I'm going to take... I'm gonna, I think the Jets rebound a little bit here. I don't know if they win this game, but I'll, t- I'll actually take the six points. Me too. Like okay. for everything you said, I think that the plus one and a half uh, jump is the thing is an overreaction to the Jets being bad. They're not. The yep. New England's just that good. Yeah. Uh, and everyone thought that they were smart. You and I both uh, thought plus ten was enough to uh, for the Jets. We were wrong. Yeah. Uh, and I think Jacksonville does suck a little bit. So I agree with you. Next game. Buffalo plus one and a half. Or sorry, uh, Buffalo minus one and a half at home against the Eagles. Yeah, this is Buffalo all the way. The mm. Eagles. I don't understand that team. They're crummy. Uh, Buffalo is good, <laughs> right? I mean, b- minus one and a half Buffalo, just doesn't make any sense. All right, so I watched, the, I watched that game too. It doesn't make any sense either, but I watched that Buffalo game a lot. I, I watched most of it for some reason. It was like my favorite game to watch on Sunday. It was the most interesting one to me for some reason. I just wanted to see how well Buffalo – Buffalo's bad offensively. They're inconsistent. Josh Allen like makes, you know, like sort of bad reads or throws sometimes. Um – Miami was winning that game for I think for the first half or at least staying with them for you know two and a half quarters at least two and then and then Ryan Fitzpatrick just started like throwing interceptions and making bad throws and stuff and he you know regressed to what he normally is so I, I like Buffalo I like them defensively the offense I'm just they're they're the probably the worst five and one team in the league or something right now um, and I'm starting to have reservations about them actually making the playoffs although at this point with their record they might just be able to get in there even if they lose like you know, in the next three out of four games or something like that. So you, real, you realize we're both going to be so fucking wrong about this. Like it's like 
the real answer is Carson Wentz is better than Josh Allen. Yeah. So just take fucking Philly. Right. Uh, I think I'm going to actually switch my pick because I, I like North Dakota more than I like Wyoming. Uh, <laughs> give me Wentz. Give me Wentz and fucking Jordan Howard. I'm going to take I'm going to take Philly with the points. That's a foolish bet not to. Uh man. Yeah. I mean, even those money lines, you look at those money lines and they're really close to each other. So, yeah, I think there's some upset potential there. You know what? <sighs> Do it. Yeah, doing it. I'm going with you. Let's go Philly. <laughs> Great. <laughs> this actually, uh, this line now, too, looking at this, this line is already bumped up to plus two and a half for the Eagles. So yeah, the, the more points they get, I'll, I'll take the Eagles with the points. I agree. This is a this is an Eagles-like smack back game. Yeah. Okay, next game. Uh, Seattle, this started out uh, yesterday as minus three and a half Seattle road favorite. It is now minus five and a half in Seahawks' favor. And I think that's okay. because Matt Ryan, I don't know, is going to play or not. Um, uh, I'm a little worried that the Seahawks playing against a, a Falcons team, even though they're terrible and they've only won one game this season, the Falcons usually give Seahawks trouble like offensively. Dude, like, you're, they, cra- you're, cra- you're so high right now. I know. This line, we, couldn't, this line couldn't be big enough. The, right. This line could be 13 and a half and I'd take Seattle. Yeah. Uh, but that's, Three uh, that's, and a half. That's where I was going with Seattle. this. That's where I was going with this. And I was like, if okay. Seattle can't win this game and cover this spread, I'm done with them. I'm just absolutely done with them, Chris. Like they should be able to just dominate Atlanta this year, um, uh, and and leave it at that. I guess. I agree. There's not a bounce back game for Atlanta. No, I don't think so either. I don't. I don't even think they're playing for their coach anymore. Maybe he gets no. fired here soon. Yeah. Uh, we'll it's disarray for a while. Yeah. All right. It's bad. Get, get, this should have been the game of the week. <laughs> this is your game of the week. <laughs> Say it. Bring it. Bring it to oh, us, Chris. Uh, Mariota fucked up. Mariota fucked it up. Uh, I'm going to tell you what it is. It's Tampa Bay plus two and a half against Tennessee in the Tannehills uh, at home. I Tannehill's a better quarterback than Mariota, right? Like at this point? I think so, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think there's going to be a little bit of like a Tennessee bounce. I like them. Do I like them being favorites? No. Tampa Bay's got a better defense. I know no one agrees with me on that. Give me, give me Jameis and the plus two and a half. I'm going to do it as well, only for the simple reason that uh, I'm, I'm taking the sort of the road dog here. And, and in this game, yep. I'll take whatever points I can get, I think. Safe money. Agreed. Yep. Okay. Next game, uh, the late afternoon games, Carolina in San Francisco plus uh, – Carolina's plus five and a half with Kyle Allen still playing quarterback for them. San Francisco struggled last week. Carolina, I think what, they're 5-0 and oh with, with Kyle Allen as a quarterback. Yeah. Their defense yeah, is really yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is a big challenge for San Francisco. You know, being five or five and zero or six and zero at this point, um, I'm still not sold offensively on San Francisco and, and Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, so far, I think they've been winning because they can take the ball of his hands and run a lot. I I I don't know if Carolina will win this game, but I'll take Carolina the five and a half points though. Chris, I don't need to say anything else. That's exactly right. Great. Just next, moving on. Oof. That was perfectly yeah. said. Okay. All right, Cleveland plus 10 in New England. Is there any way you could take Cleveland with 10 points? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. Dude, that's a crazy – that line should be double. That should be double. It should be plus 20. Maybe I'd consider uh, I So actually now it. it's – all right, so Cleveland – so I should have say updated now. It's it's plus 13. Yeah, still. Oof. I mean, until that gets over 16, I would stay with New England. I agree with you. I agree with Great. you. Great. Great. Okay. Uh, Here's a game I never want to see. <laughs> Oakland plus six and a half in Houston. Both these teams coming off terrible blowout losses. 
Yeah, this is a, this fucks up my whole like who's the better coach issue because both coaches suck. <laughs> I, th- I think Gruden might be the better coach actually here. Um, Oakland had a couple. I watched some of this game too. Oakland had some really just bad luck on it, like fumbles uh, and some like really stupid interceptions, obviously by Derek Carr. They weren't. I mean, I guess they were out of this game, but they Oakland doesn't look terrible to me. Um, six and a half is is kind of is. I don't know if it's a lot or not, actually. If, if they were getting seven or over seven, maybe I would take Oakland. Um, but Houston at home coming off a bad loss, I, I feel like Houston might sort of be the Jekyll and Hyde, you know, like play one, you know, one bad game, one good game, that kind of thing. Yeah. Although Oakland, I think, can score some points here. I'm just not sure that they can pressure Houston and, and Deshaun Watson. And that's the one thing uh, the Colts were able to do a couple days ago is, is force him uh, to make some bad throws and reads and pressure him, which he hasn't had when, he, when they've been winning the other games this season. So I will sort of take Houston. A shout-out to a recently retired uh, Golden Goose, Brock Osweiler. I was going to read you his entire uh, retirement announcement. Uh, I, will, I will save you the uh, the tears I, I know you'll start welling up um i you know houston houston did brock dirty uh and and coming off of a retirement that's what they off of his retirement that's what they got they got smacked for it the the football god said fuck you fuck you houston you did brock dirty uh let's not forget o'brien's only uh or, yeah it's o'brien right yep, houston? yep uh his only playoff win is with brock osweiler at the helm not matt schaub not fucking not Watson. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's let's pour one more week out for the. Uh, I like it. The like Super it. Bowl champ Brock Osweiler. <laughs> give me Oakland. I like it, I like it a lot. <laughs> oh, I like it a lot. Okay, uh, Sunday night game: Green Bay minus four in Kansas City without Patrick Mahomes. I think that's already been established. Or may or maybe Patrick Mahomes. Oh, what do you know, Chris? Do you have some inside information? No, I've got. I don't. I don't know anything. Uh. I really liked Kansas City's defense, and I kind of liked Andy Reid. I feel like Andy Reid might be able to figure out a way to beat Green Bay in this game. I, I know everyone's got a hard dick for Aaron Rodgers, but I like Kansas City at home with the points. I'm going to go with that. It's probably wrong, but I'm going to give the fucking Kool-Aid man his due. I think, I think yeah, I think Kool-Aid and his defense, I mean, they were playing the – the, the Broncos last week, and that's the only reason that they were looked amazing and really good. And they they haven't been able to like get sacks or pressure anybody or 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 um, you know getting smoked in the secondary almost every week and stuff, and not being able to stop anybody. I'm not sure like Mahone or uh, Matt Moore and that offense can can function against a a a, a good not great Packers defense, and I, I don't think they can expose them offensively like some other teams have been able to do against Green Bay this year. I'll take Green Bay on the road here, but I'm not I'm not confident in this one. I think Kansas City might have a little uh, sort of you know one game magic here without Mahomes or something and kind of play above their above their means maybe in this one. So, um, but I'll take I'll I'll just take Green Bay. Okay, uh, this up. this is the this is the game of the week, Chris. Monday night. This is what everybody's been waiting for for eight weeks. Miami and Pittsburgh. The national stage. <laughs> Miami plus 14 and a half. If that is even still the line. It is still the line. So can I take this one? Yeah, start this a couple one. Thoughts? One, uh, this is another option for your suicide pools. I think everyone's going to be taking Pittsburgh in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it does seem like a one. very easy lock-ish bet. But, but 
Miami plays Pittsburgh well always. Oh. Always. There's a little tip Pittsburgh's for starting a third-string quarterback. Yeah. I think – I don't think Mason Rudolph's playing this week. Is he? Uh, I, he's out – I think he's clear concussion protocol or whatever it was, but I'm not sure if that's enabled him to start or play. Right. So bear in mind, Pittsburgh is starting a third-string quarterback. Uh, Hodges didn't Chico, look that bad the, uh, last yeah. week or whatever. Miami is starting to come together. Fitzmagic scares yeah. me. I don't think Pittsburgh loses the game, but I – they could, and I and unless Miami's just doing full tank, I think fourteen and a half is too many. Pittsburgh sucks. Miami sucks. They'll both kind of just suck together. I take Miami with the points. I was so I was gonna say uh, okay, great. And I was gonna say like if the Steelers can run the ball, whoever their starting quarterback is, and and most teams are able to just dominate running against Miami. Um, so if they can run the ball, kind of play safe offensively, they can score a few points and some touchdowns. Um. I think they can cover 14 and a half points. But my deciding factor, though, is I think most games I've picked where it's like double digit or like two touchdowns or more, I do not have a good record against this year. So I'm going to take Miami in the points. Okay, good for you. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I also think that there's a, for our fantasy fans out there, uh, Benny Snell is an interesting pickup this week. Ooh, uh, look look yeah. into it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Kid, kid looks good. If Connor's out, Jalen Samuels is out, uh, uh, yeah, then Snell kind of becomes the guy, I think. So that's uh, yep. I like that one. Yep. Sneaky good pick, yo. All right, Chris. Sneaky good pick. Uh, that was, we did only, did we make it under an hour and a half this we, week? Yes. We just, oh, just over an hour. So we're good. We're good. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So super duper. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see you in the funny pages. Bye. Bye.